Welcome to the Pats Militia Podcast featuring Ryan Kennedy. That completion is good for another Patriot. First down. Your New England Patriots are five-time champions. The podcast for the fans, by the fans. Hello, guys. It's Ryan Kennedy, host of the Pats Militia Podcast. Happy Monday, everybody. Happy Victory Monday. So once again, we have another victory cast here at Pat's Militia. We are very psyched about last night's win. Obviously, it was a great team win. All in all, both sides of the ball and special teams, all three sides of the ball, fought very, very well. Played a lot better than they were playing in the beginning of the season. It's overall just was pretty shut down all sides of the ball. So today's podcast, I'm looking forward to. So what we're going to do is what we've been doing the past few weeks, talk about some of the good stuff, the bad, what needs to improve, and some stuff that was obviously amazing. So to dive right into that, we won yesterday at Mile High Stadium in Denver, 41-16. to I can't think of something better than staying up on a Sunday night watching the Patriots put up 41 points. That's just me, especially against Denver, because it's been tough to win there at night games in the past, especially there. That game from two seasons ago still haunts me when uh, Goss missed that extra point. Yeah, you know the rest. We didn't make the Super Bowl, and that game always haunts me going into there. But yesterday, we went into there with full confidence. You could tell we were practicing hard. We had a bye week. We, we were making great schemes to come up with, great plays, and we ultimately went in there and just kind of played amazing football. That's all that really is to say about that. And um, so we're going to talk about some of the good and the bad stuff. Um, Okay, we're going to start with the bad because there's a lot of good to talk about. Get this out of the way real quick. I wouldn't really say it's bad. I mean, overall, we only led them to 16 points. But some of the coverage was not as good. Um, Like Malcolm Butler, as you guys saw, was just kind of getting exposed by Emmanuel Sanders. I mean, Emmanuel Sanders just had him figured out. He was just beating him. He's a good receiver. His routes were just super crisp and just getting by Butler, especially when they're doing one-on-one. Butler didn't have any help at all. You can just see him getting beat. So that's something we got to improve on. I think Butler will be able to take other receivers. I think he's a great player and has been playing pretty good all season. So I think he's going to bounce back and be pretty shut out next week. Some other bad stuff was, uh, yeah, Emmanuel Sanders had 137 yards on only six receptions, so that's a lot. Another thing we can work on is just being able, I feel like sometimes we had to settle for field goals, so we got to try to not settle for field goals while we're driving down the field. I mean, it's not bad, but like when you're in the red zone, it's just nice to see you capitalize for a touchdown because we're capable. You just see like a first down run, second down run, and then it'd be a like third down and seven. Then it's just harder to convert than if we did like a little short pass before the drive. But overall, oh, we put up so many points that it's fine. The, the one where after they got the defensive pass interference, it was first and goal on the second yard line. And we ended up settling for a field goal. Just a few plays didn't work. And they read our, our play action play. But we still got a field goal on that. It's still points on the board. And... Overall, played very, very well. Improved a lot from the previous weeks, which is really, really nice. So some of the amazing stuff, there was a lot. One thing that you notice, everyone noticed, like you can noticeably see yesterday was just how much our offensive line improved. I mean, Denver's supposed to have this like amazing pass rush. As we saw like last year and two years ago, when we played them, we got rushed pretty bad. They're known, like Von Miller, one of the best pass-rushing linebackers in the league, and we stuffed him. We Brady got sacked once. Von Miller was completely covered. 
by backup Ladrian Waddle, who was starting because Cannon was out this week. So he stopped Von Miller most of the game. James Devlin did a great blocking job, too. He was helping out with Von Miller and getting a little jabs and stuff. He's a big guy. It's hard to get past him. But yeah, our offensive line, it's it's so much better. I don't want to see Brady get tackled. I want to see Brady stay up and have time to complete passes and not have to... A few he had to rush out, but that's no big deal. He didn't get hit. As long as he's not getting hit and has time to make the passes downfield, I'm fine with that. There was times he was back there for a while. So you can see how much that's been improving throughout the season. I just hope it keeps getting better. Because week one and two, it was bad. Beginning of the season, it was not good. But as you see, it just kind of progressively just keeps getting better and better. And I like the way that's going. They're supposed to have a great defense, and we put a 41 points on them. So that's always good. One thing needs to be talked about while we're talking about the amazing. And that is the third side of the ball. The third side of the ball you may not always think of. But it's the third side of the ball. It's called special teams. Special teams, as simple as that, wins games. It wins games. Uh, like, to start out the game, uh, it was three and out. Denver's defense looked good. We did two little run plays. Then we didn't convert for the th- on third. And we had to punt it out, three and out. Playing that mile high, Patriots get the ball, had to punt first drive. It's like, oh, wow, that was quick. Like, we should have just took it a half. But, uh, so we punt it. Ryan Allen sends a boomer. Boomer to them, high, the uh, dude just can't get under it. He's, he's fumbling punts all year. He gets under it, just hits his leg, rolls off, and Jacob Hollister recovers it. Tight end Jacob Hollister, rookie, undrafted rookie. So he recovers it. Jonathan Jones was in there, tackled the dude, so he couldn't get it. That was good. And then, okay, so just like that, we throw a little dump to Rex Burkhead after a few plays. He runs it in, easy touchdown. Just like that, 7-0 when they should have had the ball. And then they get it back, drive down the field a little. We were playing good third-down defense. A lot of times we had to make them settle for field goals. That's where most of the points came from. So we, we were making them settle. So they kick a field goal at 7-3. Okay, nothing major. And then, bam, kicks it back into the end zone. Runs like, ah, oh, Deion Lewis is just going to take a knee. But wait, Deion Lewis runs it out of the end zone. Weaving in and out of traffic. Weaving in and out. And then this dude... He comes to tackle him and pushes him, and he gets more speed. He, he should have pushed him at an angle. He just pushes him, and he just keeps running and brings it to the house. 103-yard kick return. I was hyped after that, and I hope all of you were too. T. Lewis, little guy just weaving in and out of traffic with that speed, taking it to the house. One of the most dangerous kick returners in the game. That's, you can't stop that. He's just little. And if you don't have good coverage on that, you're not going to be a seam. You're just going to weave in and out. You sprint down the sideline and he's gone. That's a guy you can't really catch up to. So then, and then one of the one of the, the other best parts of the game is Sexy Rexy running back. Great receiving running back. Great running running back. Oh, wait. He's in on the punt return. What does he do? He blocks a punt. Rex Burkhead blocked a punt, sprinted in there, got up, blocked a punt. Amazing. Amazing performance. Just great. Special teams. It's one of the most important sides of the ball. Got to always make sure to be on top of that. And yesterday, we were really good on that. That's one thing Bill Belichick loves. That's my theory. There's one thing Bill Belichick loves more than Super Bowl rings. You might ask, what is that? It's a good special teams play. Bill Belichick loves special teams play. They just, just make him happy because, like he said, it's, it's, it's a third of the game. 
that's literally a third of the game, and you can't deny that. And if you have good special teams while their teams are slacking, it puts you in an advantage right there, as we saw yesterday, because they, they just kind of didn't stand a chance after that. Like, okay, 7-3 manageable. Oh, kick return, 14-3 just like that, and they're just buried like that. And then while we're hitting field goals, and the, the, the score just kept going up. So, like, right off the bat, bang, 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 they just didn't really have a chance. So th- that was a good start to the game, just went in there and attacked. Um, one of the field goals that we had to settle for, I think even Rob Gronkowski thinks that he got it. Fair to say, I think the refs should have called it a touchdown. And then regardless, it's the NFL. They got to review every touchdown play. So they could they should have called it a touchdown because the refs really couldn't see how close it was. And they should have ruled it a touchdown, then had to automatically review it. And obviously, if it touched the ball, it would have automatically gotten reversed. But instead, we have to challenge it. And they have to give like good evidence that the ball didn't touch the ground. So they're not even like looking. If it did touch the ground, they're trying to find any clear evidence that it didn't touch the ground. So they can reverse it that it didn't. So looking into that, it was like really close. And honestly, the camera angles just couldn't get it because it was like literally on the ground and there weren't a million cameras like the Super Bowl. So they couldn't get it. But whatever. We still got points on that. That's that's not much to complain about. It's still points. I just like that. Like Gronk was like, yeah, I caught it. He's like, yeah, there's no doubt in my mind. Like in his interview, he's like, there's no doubt in my mind that I grabbed that. Gronk was pretty certain he caught it. And I, I agree with him. It really looked like a catch. And I, I, while talking to you guys on Twitter last night and seeing what you guys are saying, a lot of you thought it was a catch too. And then they catch one in the end zone. That's like identical. And they call it a touchdown the first time like they should have ours. Another great side of the ball that we saw yesterday with a tribute to special teams even more was Steven Gonskowski, 2 for 2 on the field goals, 5 for 5 on extra points, 11 points, bang, on the scoreboard, all himself. And didn't miss anything, 100% on the night on everything he did. Very good to see him back. I love when he's good. I love, because it, it makes you nervous, especially in close games when an extra point or field goal is missed. Because it, it comes back to haunt you like we have seen before. It, it can come back. So you just, just got to hit those, and he nailed it. Hope he just keeps that up all season so we don't have to worry about that. Special teams game was on fire. Defense stepped it up a lot. Kyle Van Noy, once again, led the team in tackles. Nothing new. Gilmore stepped it up. Gilmore made a few breakups yesterday. Besides that holding play, which I made a few jokes about, it's like, oh, it's third and long on them. Oh, wait. Oh, they throw an incompletion. Oh, there's a penalty. Oh, it's Stephon. Oh, it's holding on Stephon Gilmore. It's like, oh. But he stepped it up overall. He played good. He stopped some passes. He was swatting down and... They didn't really throw to his side much because he was just kind of on him. Like that one they threw deep to uh, Demarius Thomas, he was he, he had covered. So uh, let's just hope. I'm, I hope his little break, his little like month break, he just kind of took. I hope he really got better during that and studied. And it looks like he did. First game out, we'll see what he does next week against while well, playing against like Amari Cooper or someone of that caliber. So Chung also played pretty good at safety. He had an interception. I tweeted once during the game. I was like, I was like, I'm not gonna be satisfied until Brock throws in an uh, interception. It's Brock Osweiler. He's like the king of interceptions. I was like, it's gonna happen. If it doesn't happen this game, I might be a little disappointed. But yeah, last night was a good night. Luck was in the air. Honestly, I mean, uh, 
And at halftime, I was super pumped. We went in there. And then when I bought beer from the store, I was like, oh, I bought some scratch-off tickets. Dollar scratches. If you're from New York, it's called a loose change. I don't know if they have them anywhere else. But I was scratching at halftime. And, like, those, what you you buy, like, they're like a dollar. So you buy, like, three or four of them, and you always win, like, on two of them. And every time you scratch it, you win. It's a dollar. So I'm like, okay. So I always go through them first, scratch them. I had five. Went through them, scratched them. I was like, okay. I had two winners there. I was like, two for five, that's not bad. They're winners. I don't. I didn't scratch how much they were worth for yet. I scratched the first one. I'm like, oh, it's a dollar. Then the second one, I'm like, this is this is a hundred. I'm like, oh, I see two zeros. I'm like, oh, it's a, it's a dollar, but whatever. I made two dollars back, just using to buy two more and hope I win big. So I scratch it off, and it was a hundred. Start yelling, start going nuts. It's, it's halftime a few beers in me i'm just like okay because it was weird because i just kind of called it and i was like wow that's got to be related to the patriots game they're playing super good so it's kind of it goes with me okay there's a little off topic but that's just a good story i had to share so okay so now we're gonna talk a little about the offense the dynamic offense last night had a lot of different looks like james devlin back there a lot a lot of snap counts back there blocking and and even going out for some receptions uh so brady the GOAT, 266 yards and three touchdowns. Amazing game. Just phenomenal game. He's 40 years old, and he's still out there just giving it his all, playing great games. And he threw to nine different receivers. You don't see other teams or quarterbacks going out there in a week and throwing to nine different people. That's just unheard of. While we're talking about the quarterback's position, we also someone saw someone by the name of Brian Hoyer. Three for three, 37 yards. As far as I'm concerned, that's a perfect night. And that's one of them was a touchdown. It could be better. But three for three, as far as I'm concerned, that's 100%. That's 100% pass completions. Regardless of how many or how little it was, that's 100%. So I'm going to leave that at that. And we're going to talk about the rushing game. The rushing game was pretty solid. We never ever really had any breakout. I mean, that Deion Lewis run with that when he pushed his way into the end zone, that was amazing. But we had some, like, highest was, like, nine, and then, like, eight after that. So, Deion Lewis, 14 carries, 55 yards, and a touchdown. That's pretty good, honestly. Then, uh, Sexy Rexy over there. He's also had an amazing game. 10 carries, 33 yards. Not the best rushing stats. He also had, uh, 27 receiving yards and a receiving touchdown and a block punt. Great player there. Gronk. Gronk played pretty good. Four receptions, 74 yards. He should have had that touchdown and a few more yards on that. But whatever, there's nothing we can do. We still put a beating on him. It just would have been nice to get that extra touchdown, especially to, it's always good to get Gronk a touchdown and see a Gronk spike. Cooks played pretty good. His speed is phenomenal. Six receptions, 74 yards. A little like screen pass where he just took and ran up the sideline. Sprinting was amazing. Martellus Bennett was great to see him back in. Three receptions, 38 yards, 12.7 average. Like That's a good contribution. We didn't even know if he'd play a few games ago. Then we saw, like, news. It's like, oh, he's going to start. What? Okay. Bennett's going to play after, like, especially reading his uh, Instagram story where he was saying, like, the Packers kind of screwed him over because they thought, like, he was going to get surgery and they were trying to talk him out of not playing. And he said he got screwed over. So I was like, okay, we might just put him on IR, bring him on next season, his last season, see what he can do. But no, he played. And he, he said he felt good after he, after the game in an interview. He was like, it's like yeah, I was just going to go get my surgery and call it a season. And then he got a phone call from Bill Belichick and just changed his mind. He's like, how can I not just, just go back? 
Bill Belichick called him when he got dropped. He's like, yeah, you got dropped. You want to come back? And he was like, hell yeah, he was ready. He wanted to come back. So that's awesome. That was, that was a good story, just how, like, Bill Belichick, like, personally called him when he got dropped and was like, you're welcome back, man. And Marty took it back because he loved his time here. You saw it. Things just kind of fell through this offseason. There just wasn't enough room. And with Dwayne Allen and stuff, you, you just didn't we, – we just kind of parted ways. But it's nice that he was like, welcome back with open arms and contributed to our offense. Dwayne Allen had a touchdown, first reception of the season. Touchdown, which was awesome to see. He said he finally got the monkey off his back. I agree. Maybe we'll see. I mean, he's a good like goal line tight end because they don't really expect it because he's a good blocking tight end, honestly. And they don't really expect you to throw the little dumps to him, so it works. But overall, that was pretty much the game. Great game. I mean, any big win after that. So uh, two things we got to talk about. Tom Brady, most road wins as a quarterback ever, passing painting Manning. So that's good. Most road wins, just adding to his legacy, adding to how good he is. I don't think you even have to, but it adds to him more. And then Bill Belichick ties Tom Landry. Absolute legend, absolute coaching legend, one of the best ever, and to tie him for third all-time is a huge accomplishment. So last night, two big accomplishments were done. It's always good to see these two dudes break more records. They own so many NFL records. When they break a new one, it's just another Sunday. It's just another Sunday. Thank you guys for, for listening. If you could please subscribe and leave a review, that would be great. I'd appreciate that a lot to help it grow. Um, I appreciate you guys listening to me week after week, and that was a great win, honestly, and I'm glad we all got to win that as Pats fans. And next up, we're in Mexico City next week, facing off against the Oakland Raiders. Should be able to tackle that game, but good game. Off to Mexico on our little uh, road streak. So we're going to go there, hopefully pull out the win, and just keep improving week to week. So thank you guys for listening. Have a great week. Enjoy your Monday, Victory Monday. Enjoy those highlights. Some of the best plays of the year we saw last night, some of the best drives. It's good. It's safe to say the amazing Patriots that we see every year are in full swing after that bye week, full swing the past few weeks. We're good. So let's just keep that up all season, and we'll see you in February. Take it easy, Pats Nation. Thank you for listening to the Pats Militia Podcast. 